the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Thanks for listening to the show. I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. And this is how Wall Street works. And it's a good lesson of the day. The good news is we had 10 million people file for unemployment in two weeks, over 6 million this week. Numbers were revised higher last week. 6.6 million this week. That is a crazy number of people being told, we don't need you right now. Maybe the best thing you can do is go file for unemployment. Um, I think sometimes, and this is going to sound really, really odd, I think sometimes that's the right thing to do for your employee. I know that sounds just cruel of me. Let someone go. But if you can't pay them, get them to unemployment and get them looking for a job sooner. And if you can pay them in three months, hire them back. Hopefully, that's a lot of what's happening. People being furloughed will get their jobs back in two, three months. But I'm not counting on that completely. This is a big number. Now, when I say it's good news and bad news, the bad news is a lot of your friends and family have been affected by this. When you're talking about 10 million Americans in a country of 320 plus million people, um, you start going like, where are we at? 350 now? And 10 million, and what's the workforce? Like, You start doing some of the math here, and it's not great. So the good news on that is Congress seems to really tend to call to action and deliver that action when there's a crisis. And this is something we've never seen before in the United States. This is a big number. And again, I'm not trying to freak you out. That is not my goal here. My goal is to say that I think Congress will do something about this. Some more stimulus, if you will. Um, Good and bad news. Again, when you're printing money, it's easy. And you don't want to make things too easy, in my opinion. <laughs> um, we're going to have a deflationary problem. We're going to have a demand problem where a great example of that is oil. And I think this is the problem we're going to have in other parts of our country. And it'll eventually hit the airlines, for instance, is my expectation. But when oil, the demand goes down worldwide, global recession, global pandemic, um, when you start talking like that, what you're talking about is a lot of deflationary prices. Oil's gone from $60, $70 a barrel to 50 to 40 to 30 to 25 Now, today, it's having a big move up because Donald Trump tweeted that he's talked with his friends. Uh, he's got friends in high places, um, Russia and Saudi Arabia, the crown prince. And oil's coming back to life. It's helping the market today. We're having a positive day after a negative first day of the quarter yesterday. It's getting a little discouraging out there right now. And um, again, I just throw that out there not to totally bum you out. 
but just to be as honest with you as I can and say, the numbers are bad right now and they're probably going to get worse. But that's typically Wall Street looks six months ahead. And if Wall Street can make that jump, that's good for you. And well, I'm not going to say it's good for you and me. I need to be very careful what I I say here because I don't want to come across as the callous guy who cares more about jobs than anything else because that's not the case. I get it. I always think it's compromises. I don't look for what's the most right way of doing things. It's just compromises. When I tell you that I'm not stressed about our economy, I'm not. I see our country as a country that is going to spend our way out of a problem. And that doesn't always work for sure. Um, Printing money, but do you save jobs or do you save companies? Uh, We're in a sticky situation to say the least. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. CFP Chad Burton has put together a pretty good uh, piece on what to do with all that stimulus money or what's that stimulus money going to mean for my small business or my independent contracting or... I didn't pay taxes last year or the year before. Can I get it? I know you're saying, well, did you not pay taxes? Did you not file taxes or did you not pay taxes? There was a big, like, what exactly are we trying to say here moment um, recently with the Treasury of if people didn't pay taxes, did they get the stimulus? If they didn't file taxes, yes or no, like kind of thing. So CFP Chad Purchase put together a really good document on essentially covers all of this kind of data. Um, it's something that CFPs do. It's. I would highly recommend that you, um, if you've done your taxes now, great. Move on to your next thing. What is your stimulus going to be? Do you get it? Do you not get it? Um, but that's where we are. A little bit of data out there today. Uh, we saw a Chinese company is under enormous strain today, a company called Luckin Coffee. Now, for years and years and years, you and I all could have said, let's buy Chinese companies, let's buy a Chinese GM, let's buy a Chinese Tesla. Let's... That was a thing on Wall Street. Um, and the only thing I'm really cautioning about there is their accounting standards are different than ours. Probably a lot like you and your spouses are different than each other. Um, probably like you, maybe you and your accountant. I've done my taxes before in TurboTax 20 years ago. And I was like, well, let's run those numbers one more time. And make sure that we got the number that we wanted. I would say the first one was conservative. The second one was aggressive. And now you're saying, really? Yeah. So that's the thing that I don't like about Chinese companies, per, per se. Uh, and there's plenty of them. I just don't trust their accounting versus the accounting of the generally accepted uh, accounting in the United States. Something called CAP, G-A-A-P. So works. today is the first day that I've been able to give a lesson that is a little bit different than the how many people are dying versus the hospitals aren't prepared for this versus GlaxoSmithKline and the various healthcare investment ideas out there. For me to say, when you invest in overseas markets, you're kind of investing in their politics and you're investing in some other guarantees with it. So I'm a little stoked that I got to do something today other than the typical. Talk about a coronavirus wake-up call. Facebook chief operating officer Cheryl Sandberg's out there, and she's saying, hey, these unemployment numbers are unacceptable, especially for women. That's her shtick to get women to lean in and to get more and to do more 
uh, with their careers. I don't know if I'm saying that totally correctly, but that's what we got. Now, we have 10 million people unemployed in two weeks. Nearly 20 million U.S. workers could lose jobs by July. And we are smashing records. The records you don't want to smash are the records we're smashing. That's terrible. It's, thank you, Charles Barkley. Um, something tells me Charles Barkley's having a good quarantine. About 19.8 million Americans could be laid off or furloughed by July. Yesterday, I heard the, the worst, cruelest April Fool's joke is that all schoolwork for kids under 12th grade won't count this year. And they'll have to repeat next year. And the amount of dread that went through people, probably worse than the 19.8 million Americans losing their job dread. So the first quarter is in the books. The second quarter is going to be, I think, the worst if we're basing it on how China's manufacturing economy has come through. Little David Bowie, we do need a hero right now, and his name is not Rob Black. Take a break here. You can get a copy of what to do in the COVID stimulus by emailing chat at chat at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. So my sister's a school teacher, and I called my sister yesterday. California schools have been canceled for the rest of the year. I don't know if that's every single one, but at least in my county, all of them have been closed for the year. There's technically, fundamentally, no way to get the kids back and assure parents that they're going to be safe. Therefore, fearing lawsuits, school district did what they thought they should do, shut down. I talked to my sister, and we're talking about distance learning. And what the school systems are going to do, they're going to try to do distance learning for the rest of the year and probably do a long school year next year. Um, something like that. I don't know. It's, I don't have the answers. But I was talking to my sister about distance learning, and she, she's a school teacher. And she's she's got some insights in it. She goes, "You don't understand, Rob. Like, think about the kids who are blind. Um, they can't get on the computer and get the same distance learning. Um, this whole Zoom thing, where you're seeing Zoom users go up two hundred percent year over year, is it's amazing. And she said that's great for checking in with your students." Like, hello, it's awful for teaching. She goes, if you want to teach, you have to kind of record the lesson and then tell the parents to watch it with them or something like that. And I'm, I'm not speaking for everyone. Google's a big winner in this. Google's got something called that they got into the schools. When I was a child, Apple got into schools and you would go to school you know, dee, 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 dee. and every now and then, you know, your school, you're struggling and your home room teacher says, hey, we're doing something for a school fundraiser. We're collecting soup labels or, or cereal top boxes. And if you bring in 100, you get a pizza party. I was like, pizza? I should be the hero of my class. I'm going to bring in 100. Don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm bringing 100. And Apple was tied towards that. And Apple kind of seeded the market of young people to grow up and be Apple enthusiasts. Google's doing that now with Chromebooks. Uh, my sister's she's in Loudoun County, Virginia, and she said our school superintendent ordered 100,000 Chromebooks the day that they knew this was going to go distance learning. And my sister's not even sold on distance learning. 
So she goes, the, you know, parents are going to try to get three hours of education, their kids straight. You know, we try to get three hours of education with kids with over six, seven hours where they get little breaks here, little breaks there. Um, so it was, it was kind of insightful and it's a little bit disturbing to see school canceled for the year. This is going to be something our children remember for a long time. Try not to be too stressed on them. When I was in second grade, there was a, a fear that Skylab was going to fall on the planet. Skylab was this monstrosity of a uh, well, it, it, a laboratory orbiting the Earth that it, I guess I don't even remember, but it hits the wrong orbit or maybe it wasn't set correctly and it was going to fall to Earth. And in second grade, we'd be on the playground, kickball, soccer, whatever, and go, I bet Skylab falls on your dad. COVID is, is the Skylab of this generation of weird existential stuff that we have to worry about that we shouldn't have to worry about. I'm standing by the statement, this is going to be a once-in-a-decade opportunity for investors. We had the same exact thing happen 10 years ago. We did not have the same exact thing happen 10 years ago. We had a black swan event that brought the markets to its knees, but then it got back up. SP500 erased a fifth of its value during the first quarter of the year. It's worst quarterly decline since the global financial crisis. I'm no longer a spring chicken, but I'm not exactly 92 years old deserving a little respect either. I still have some time, so this is going to probably be my last great opportunity before I become much more conservative. I got one 10 years ago. I got one 10 years, eight years before that, six years before that. I got one in the 90s when I was thinking about investing in Web 1.0 before it became Web 2.0. These opportunities knock, and if you can't open the door, at least leave the window open. Hopefully, you had enough of a cash bumper so that when you hit tough times, you could still pay your bills. Investors are divided on the stock market right now, which is way better than where we were six weeks ago, where it was everyone loved it. So, if you're under 50, this is a once-in-a-decade opportunity. So far, in my 20s, I got it once in a decade. In my 30s, I got it once in a decade. In my 40s, I got it once in a decade. In my 50s, I'm going to get this once in a decade. What's my next play? It'll probably happen in the 60s. But I'll probably have less time to recover, so I'll probably be in a more conservative portfolio. Cumulative returns after, if you stay invested during down market, you're talking 100% returns over three years, 90% returns over two, 70% returns over one. If you missed one month of recovery, those numbers are cut down. If you missed three months of the recovery, those numbers are cut down. If you missed six months of the recovery, you, you it's, it's a disaster. So you have to stay invested, historically, this tells you, on some level. Again, risk diversification, equity diversification, asset allocation, a lot of these terms come into play when you don't want them to. New relief bill boosted unemployment insurance by $600 a week for gig workers, freelancers, and more. CFP Chad Burton's put together a really good list of the relief options for everything from small businesses to single parents. You can drop him an email, chat at at newfocusfinancial.com. Ask for that relief bill information. Top U.S. toilet paper maker is in the news, of course. Kimberly Clark has a message for Americans. We're working around the clock to help get the essential products back on shelf. Isn't that funny? 
Kimberly Clark has market cap about $43 billion. They've got Cottonelle, they've got Scott, they've got Huggies, they've got Kleenex, they've got Kotex, they've got pull-ups, they've got Viva paper towels. Data shows that we spent $1.4 billion on toilet paper from February 28th to March 21st. Up 123% as a category. Oh, someone has all my toilet paper. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. We went through a very rough March. We started off April like a lion. I don't want to go as far as to say, hey, today's the day that everything's going to turn around. We're hearing horrible things like 401k matches are going to be cut. I know that's better than losing your job. Oh, but we're also learning that 10 million people have lost their jobs in the last two weeks. So we're taking a pretty, I don't want to say a big hit to all things um, saving or investing oriented. Amazon Prime is now going to allow in-app rentals and purchases on the iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV. Small news, but again, it's, it's news that it has something to do with COVID, but not a lot. Again, while we're at home, we may go, let's learn a little bit more about this, and let's buy this or rent this and feel more comfortable with this. I chose the Apple ecosystem probably five, seven years ago, probably seven, nine years ago, when I was like, if I buy Star Wars, I don't want to buy it on Amazon and get one time get it on Apple. I want to get it on one platform. So trying to get more people using one platform is a winning idea for Amazon and Apple. And leave someone like a Spotify out on a like, hey, can we come in and play too kind of thing? So that's out there. Um, Saudi Arabia is mulling oil output reduction to below 9 million barrels per day if other joint efforts, uh, if they can get other countries in, try to firm up oil. Walgreens Boots Alliance results improved, but investors had hoped for a more constructive outlook. This is to remind us that we are moving into earnings season, April. So January, February, March. March is the quiet month where corporations don't say a lot. March was a month where corporations may have wanted to say more, but because they've got earnings coming up in April, that they didn't. Earnings guidance are going to be super important. And most companies are going to say the same thing. We don't really know with COVID. I do not expect us to be talking about happy days are here again for a while. I think we're still talking bad economic data, bad jobless numbers, and bad outlooks. And then about a month, from, a quarter from now, we're going to be saying, okay, viruses usually run their – I want to be careful. I'm not <laughs> giving bad advice. Viruses tend to run. And in China, whether we believe them or don't, and our intelligence agencies came out yesterday and said, we don't really believe the numbers that China provided us. So it was probably a lot worse. And China's like, oh, you're making that up to make yourself look good because you didn't respond as well as we did. I don't know. I don't get into those politics. But um, the data is going to be bad for now. 
And maybe you go with Trump and it's going to be a rough two weeks. Do I think we, we plunge back to our market lows? I don't know. Wall Street looks six months into the future. And I would imagine in six months from now, we're going to be stabilizing or coming out of a very rough period. I don't think we're going to be back to glorious growth. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're not snapping back big. I think the Dow has another 10% correction in it. Easy. 10% lower from these levels. If the data doesn't line up and if confidence doesn't come in, how could confidence not come in? Well, yesterday, Nancy Pelosi and Congress were saying, we need to spend another couple trillion on infrastructure. We need some more spending. Trump says infrastructure. Will they get together and do an infrastructure? Will they not? Infrastructure is kind of, if you look at the $2 trillion and how $500 billion go to the airlines, you're like, that's a bailout. It's also kind of like buying insurance and keeping people employed. Capitalism shouldn't work like that. Capitalism should let the companies fail because they didn't store off enough. I've saved enough so that, in theory, I look more attractive to the members of the opposite sex. Like, ah, oh, good father. Oh, 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 oh. Good savings. Good treehouse. Oh, 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 kind of thing. We learn when there's tough times of people who didn't do things right. And like, capitalism has a way of dealing with that through bankruptcy laws. But in lieu of bankruptcy laws, we're like, let's just spend money. And so it's kind of a social capitalist thing that we're doing right now. I don't like it, but I'm not going to fight it. Um, so Wal- Walgreens Boots Alliance is behind the curve in terms of digital platform to companies like Rite Aid, Walmart, Amazon. Um, so they have to accelerate their digital rollout right now. And you're going to learn in this next couple of weeks, the companies that were ready for digital rollout, curbside pickup, and the companies that weren't. I don't want to think the heavens, because that sounds egregious, but I want to think the heavens right now that companies did start going curbside pickup in the last three years. Target couldn't figure out, how the heck do we beat Amazon? Well, we better come up with a shipping company that gets it to their, their door. But we also want to come up with something if people want to stop by after work and they just want to stay in their car playing on their phones, we'll bring it to them if they order online. And they also said, you know, we need warehouses. And they've also said, when you come in stores, we need to have stores inside. Anyway, you get the idea. Some companies were ready for this. I don't think Macy's so much was. I think Rite Aid, CVS, Walmart, Amazon, Target, all are pretty well positioned for, yes, they're going to take a hit to business. But they're also going to get market share from some of the companies that couldn't get to that business. Uh, when I'm seeing CVS will deliver uh, drugs in two days, send in your prescription and we'll deliver it to your house within one or two days. You're seeing commercials for it everywhere. If you're at home like me and you're watching TV like me, you're seeing commercials almost nonstop for delivery services. And good for them. I, I don't take a lot of pharmaceuticals. But as I get older, I will. I've never liked going into drug retailers. I always find that there's, and I know for lack of a better word, too many sick people in there. And I look at the inventory, I'm like, if I really need cherry sours, I know where to go. I could also pick it up with makeup wipes that are way too expensive and beer that has been sitting in the fridge for probably six months. Mm, Nice job. Nice job. Um, so I've never really been attracted to them as investments. 
I get it. As we get older, we we go into these stores, and as we go into these stores, we go, oh, look, a box of Ho-Hos. Oh, a thing of Twinkies, and I need my heart medicine. Probably wouldn't need the heart medicine if I kept Twinkies out, but you get the idea. So I'm digressing. The companies that were digitally ready, are we're going to find out in the next couple of weeks. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Some companies are beginning eliminating 401k matches to cut costs. I don't think that's a bad idea. I think companies have to respond. San Francisco Bay Area shelter-in-place order could get extended past May 3rd. I don't know this to be true, but I feel like the Bay Area is a good example of why stay-in-shelter is working for people. Our death rates are not horrific compared to situations like New York City. The number of confirmed cases in the Bay Area, including San Francisco, is continuing to climb. The trajectory of the virus spread isn't as aggressive in our region. So the idea of staying and sheltering in place past May 3rd is not, not what I want. But I get it. Yesterday, there was some news, and they're, they're doing all sorts of trial balloons right now. And you may not like trial balloons. Uh, but a lot of times, politicians will say things like, well, we may start doing rolling staying in shelter. Shelter in place, rolling shelter in place, excuse me. I'm like, please no. Can we just do this for whatever period you want me to do it, and then I don't have to do it anymore? It's kind of like wearing makeup. I don't like wearing makeup, but when I'm on TV, I have to wear makeup. And I get I get the pain in the butt makeup is. And I, I say, please no. I'll only do it as long as I have to, and then I don't want to do it. The Kremlin is denying that Putin spoke to the Saudi crown prince. That's the big positive of the day. The big negative of the day is 6.3 million Americans went into first-time unemployment claims. 10 million total in two weeks. The good news is that oil was kind of having a bit of a rebound there. Um, And there's a lot of money tied into oil as far as stock market cap valuations go. And the markets moved higher when Trump said a couple hours ago that he's talked with Putin and Putin's talked with Saudi Prince and Saudi Prince talked with, Putin, with Trump. And like they're all talking. S&P 500 is up 1.5% today. The Dow's up 1.1%. The Nasdaq's up 1.2%. The Russell 2000's up. I'm probably not. One of my signs that I'm feeling good or saucy is when we get the 10 year Treasury somewhere above 75 basis points to 125 basis points for a period of time. I don't like how low we are under one. Anytime the 10-year treasury is under three, it's telling you there's stress in the world economies. And we kind of made a new normal one and a half to two and a half. And on occasion, we climb a little bit above it. But when COVID hit the United States, you saw the 10-year treasury go from one and a half down to basically 35 basis points. Too low. Not good. Jobless claims have smashed records to 349 Dollar small business loan uh, program is explained. The $349 million small business loan. Uh, billion, excuse me. The Paycheck Protection Program. Oh, I hate the names of these programs, right? If you want a copy of what you can try to get out of the billions of dollars, trillions of dollars that are being offered to Americans, sometimes you have to fill out paperwork and get in line. CFP Chad Burton put together a nice list you can get it by emailing him saying chad at newfocusfinancial.com. It's chad at newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now. 
Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm going to do the best I can to be live each and every day for the foreseeable future. Um, Skip through spring break so that I can be here. I'm not going to have everything that you need. I understand that as far as information goes. I'm going to do my best. The initial claims were good news and bad news. The bad news is we now have lost 10 million jobs in two weeks, which is a dubious number record claim. The good news is that should cause Congress to do something more. Um, They don't want to come across as being piffy at this point in time. Energy stocks are a big winner today on news that Russia and Saudi Arabia may or may not. It's assumed that they may cut uh, production in the price war. So Exxon and Chevron are riding higher. That can go away pretty quickly because it didn't take long for Russia to come out and say, that conversation never happened. <laughs> oh, the politics, right? Um a lot of stuff getting canceled. I saw Wimbledon was canceled. Remember a couple months ago, not a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, we were like, I wonder if the Olympics are going to be canceled. I wonder if that'll be the bottom in the market. And on the, that day, it could have been. But now we're starting to extend out maybe no major golf tournaments this year, even though Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson are considering playing a COVID-19 fundraiser with Tom Brady and another quarterback, maybe Peyton Manning or someone like that. Would you watch that on TV? Yeah. I don't know about me. Uber said it would pay drivers who get the coronavirus, and then one man applied for it and didn't get it. Huh. Google is relaxing their broadband on ads that mention coronavirus. I'm not terribly fond of people using disasters as a way of getting business. In my industry, the stock market goes up 7 out of 10 years. It's got a 100-year history of making people money over time. It's, it's gambling if you do it for under a year. It's not gambling if you do it for five years or more, in my opinion. So when you see people come out and go, stocks are going to zero, I'm Australian, and you should invest in gold. I'm like, wait, wait, why does Australian mean we should invest in gold? Because I got a cockney attitude, and my uh, uh, voice makes it sound like I'm smarter than you. <laughs> and I'm like, No, that's the English one. The Australian accent makes it sound like you're more rugged than me. So, oh, you should buy oil and gas. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the English guy. Be careful on people right now because there's a lot of, not scams. I would say there's a lot of schemes to get part you with your money. Every state's uh, getting hit. And it's interesting to note that yesterday, Florida, their governors finally said, you know what? We give up. We know you crazy New Yorkers are in the middle of ending winter, and we've got a lovely spring down here. Stay in New York. We're closing up our borders. It took a long time for Florida to do the right thing and follow science. I'm not saying science is better than anything. Trust me. You can have your opinion. I no longer want to convert you in any way, shape, or form. But you know the number one thing being sold out yesterday in Florida? This is hilarious. Ammo. So in the United States, we're like, let's get some Charmin. Let's get some toilet paper, uh, some wipes. In Florida, they're like, I don't consider Florida part of the United States. They, they keep 
alligators as pets there. They're like, let's get ammo. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying that's a little bit interesting to me. Uh, Amazon's hiring 80,000 new workers. They're going to start taking temperatures and provide face masks for employees. I see lawsuits coming with California saying, you know, shelter in place. I see lawsuits coming. When you're getting your temperature taken at work, I see lawsuits coming. And that, that stinks because I, I wish we weren't that nation. My sister is a school teacher, and she said yesterday, she goes, do you think this distance learning is working well for blind students? I'm like, I see, I see lawsuits coming. Or how about kids with an IEP? An IEP is a kid who may not be able to process things. Uh, they may not be, they may be on the scale, the Asperger's thing, the autism. They may, I, I don't know quite the diagnosis. I'm not an expert. But sometimes they need some special accommodations that parents can't do. I can't imagine having four kids and being a stay-at-home mom right now and trying to educate four kids and do daycare with them. That's I, I, The divorce rate's jumping right now because as asset values go down, people sometimes say this is the best time to do what we're inevitably going to do or something like that. I got to imagine there's a lot of unhappy couples shacking up right now. And when uh, COVID spring finally turns into a fading memory, um, there will be an even higher level of divorces. But again, maybe higher level of babies. Maybe maybe we should be investing in Pampers. So, U.S. weekly jobless claims doubled to 6.6 million. Oil is surging 20 percent. A big rebound helping the markets today. The Dow is up after a down day yesterday. Sideways is not always down. Sideways is not up. We're not looking at V-shape. We have to put some work in and say, are we done going down? I see 200 points downside on the Dow. 2,000 points, excuse me. In a worst case scenario, a retesting of a market double bottom, which would make me feel confident. Stay tuned. We got more show coming at you, but not today. You get copies of what to do right here, right now by Chad, Chad, focus on Chad at focus on I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com.